Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash natchbute. Tune in, baby. Feral Audio Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Mystic, Mystic Party, Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Southern California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, professor of occult studies and women's men's studies at the University of New York. Oh, yeah. Is that about that band w- Men? That band Men that was around in the early 2000s? It was, it was actually about the man Men at Work. Oh, gotcha. Hey, how much did you miss me last week? Not one bit. Okay. No well, I loved having really... Sid the News Girl here and work currently plotting your day well that's fucking another thing that i've been thinking a lot about is Uh why do men not have separators in the urinals but women when they sit and pee have stalls there's no separators in men's urinals hardly there's no (laughs) how many times how much time he's spending in there? sometimes there's troughs how much time is he spending in there hopefully sid said no oh (laughs) anyways i think that it would save a lot of time in the women's bathroom, cut down on lines, if women just peed next to each other like men. Oh, yeah. So, like, it, like no stalls at all. No stalls, still see sitting down. What are you hiding? Nothing. Nobody's going to see you. Yeah, it's true. You really only see, like, upper calf. Upper, upper thigh, I mean. Upper re- thigh is kind of embarrassing. No, no, now. I'm saying just, like, a row of toilets. No stalls. This sounds like my nightmare. <laughs> it like legitimately, if they, I walked into a place, I would just cry if I had to pee in there. Somebody told me one time that they saw Dario Argento's penis at a at a row of um, yeah urinals, uh-huh. and and then they went out afterwards and they told their friends, guys, I just saw the penis uh, uh-huh. that Asia Argent Asia Argent what's her name? I don't know. No one, no one here is gonna. Ar- Dario Argento's daughter, uh-huh. who's also a famous actress, okay, who nobody's heard of, okay, and uh, and Dario Argento was standing right behind him with his uh, big old horse face, just looking. He's real mad that someone just talking about his penis. If I was a famous person, I think I would actually yeah. have a similar issue. Like if I was famous and people were like, "Oh, I saw someone's penis." I saw this guy's dick in the bathroom. Yeah, that'd be really weird. Hey, we have a guest today. Our guest here today is Sergio Chili. Clap, 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 clap. Clap, 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 clap. Hey, Sergio, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Do you have anything to add to this uh, urinal conversation? Do you Um, feel like you want, you you feel like you should put, okay, question. Do you want, um, like, what do you call them, stalls? Like stalls for men, or should the women's just be removed? <laughs> I don't think, uh, I would like... Uh, Quality uh, in the bathroom, Sergio. Yeah, no, I think there should be, there's, I like, I do prefer the separator. Sometimes I can get past it, and I'll just, I'm like, fuck it, who cares? Sure, uh, but right, how, yeah. I'd say like half the time I wait for a stall. Oh, really? Just to like yeah. not have to like... Pee in a trough? 
Yeah, because I, what you just said is my fear is that someone's going to look at it and then talk about it to it's their buddies. Else. If there's if there's not a <laughs> stall available, I'll just turn around and take a big dump right in the urinal. Wow, really? Just yeah. going to just go right go for it. Yeah, I just go right in there. Zane Brandt, classy. Back up, back up in there, you know, because it's all going the same place. <laughs> and and did you know that, se- that Seattle just passed a law in which all the bathrooms have to be single single stall bathrooms yes have to be non-gendered oh sure that makes sense yeah why are they gendered that doesn't even make any sense when you just have a toilet in there i was at a coffee shop today and there were three men waiting for some guy who was probably shooting up heroin in the bathroom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. taking forever because heroin makes you constipated i'll get <laughs> off of it real quick in a minute i'll get off of this is a bathroom talk. I know it's no, fine. I, I agree though. You know, I, I I kind of hate it when it's like too single. It's just like a toilet, and you have to wait. And then I I so, don't wait, guys. I go into the men's all the time. Yeah, and I sometimes go in the women's, but then if there's a woman waiting, I get like a, a dirty look. Really? You and think she's like, like she's like what are yeah, you doing? Yeah, like, I didn't in do there. anything. She knows like you're in there just masturbating. Our, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what she assumes is happening. Well, a lot, of times, a lot of times when I come out of the women's bathroom, like today, I, there was a guy in front of me. And I said, "Just go in there," and he and he was like. Or is it okay? He thinks he's going to turn into a woman <laughs> while he's in there. He's going to come out and he's going to grow boobs. I feel like I changed his world. Then I went in there, did my business, came back out, and a woman was standing in there, and she just started screaming. And she couldn't even stop screaming. She was so shocked that I was coming out of where she was going in. And she fainted. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> all right, all right. Sergio, um, you, um, you're here for obviously like a major reason, like a problem we're going to deal with in a minute, but, um, you also, uh, you do a lot of things, but one thing you do is sketch comedy. That's, that's true. I do. And you have like a sketch comedy channel you want to plug and talk about? Sure. Well, I don't know how much we'll talk about it, but, um. How much do you want to talk about it? Give me like a minute. A, I'll a tell you. Of we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll organically okay. talk about it. Uh, okay, fine. Um, I'm in the sketch group cream heard of it and see our uh, you can see our videos on youtube at cream sketch comedy um there's a lot of stuff there we just shot a bunch of stuff this year and there's a lot of really great stuff there so check it out you guys have a good team going too yeah it's a good good group yes yeah. it's uh casey Faye, jacob Womack, betsy sidaro and myself and we all really love each other you love each other mm-hmm. do you feel like if you could get foursome married you would do that oh no no, no, no. You no. would marry them. Happily married. Okay. To not, to not the, to the other three people in your yeah. sketch group. But I would like, I would love to go on more like vacations and stuff with them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You know what? That's really how you determine whether or not it's a good relationship is if you can vacation together. Right. That's true. That's the test. Yeah. No, I've, I've known some friends that like it kind of ended with their significant other after a vacation. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like an actual, like they went to like some yeah. wonderful tropical place mm-hmm. and then it just, they like, mm-hmm. fucking hated it and hate, hated each other. Yeah. I don't want to get into specifics, but yeah. I w- oh, yeah. don't. Oh, don't. <laughs> and you're always, it, it was like, it was, it like, was very clear though. Like after they came back, it didn't go well. And, uh, and then, you know, a month later it was over. <laughs> 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 a month later, they really slow burned that yeah. breakup. Well, well, you know, you, you're also a television writer. Yeah, I have. Been, I have. I have written for television. That's a tough job. One time, I went to the David Spade show, <laughs> showbiz show. Uh huh. Oh, that's just true. That was there. the only time I. I don't know if you were there, but you were da- it was definitely with Sergio. <laughs> I don't know if he was there, but David Spade came out before he s- did his business, and he said, "Guys, I know the jokes aren't funny, <laughs> but please laugh because it's gonna make my job a lot easier." 
I do not remember this at all. This is, I mean, didn't you, you took him, right? This was when. He knows it's you. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> um, but I didn't want to tell everybody because you were the writer. Uh, I think back then I was I was the assistant you, writer, yeah, and I yeah, would do yeah. stuff on the show. Oh, yeah, you were on the show. And so I was on the show. Did you agree with them? Um, you don't have to answer that question. No, I mean, I think, I, you know, that's just, I really like him. Uh, he was really good to me. And No, no, but did you like um, the writer that you worked Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, that was a great group of people. Actually, maybe he's, maybe so he insulted being your friend. Are sarcastic. I think he was. That's well, kind of his mo. <laughs> it is. That's what I mean. That's what I was gonna say. Is that he? That's just his way of like kicking him. You know, like mm. self-deprecating. Yeah, Zane's just know. only been to that one TV show, and he just wanted to bring that I up. I think about it. I lie awake at night sometimes, just thinking, God, <laughs> if I could get in there, <laughs> just say what David Spade said, I would yeah. really be somebody. Yeah, that's true. There was also a woman from Grey's Anatomy who did a pole dance. Right, yeah, so I remember that. You Kate, remember this really well. Kate, Kate something, because she went on to do a bunch Walsh? of stuff. Kate Walsh, yeah. Really? Isn't that yeah. who you're talking about, right? I've never seen that show, but okay. it was a red-haired woman. Yeah, yeah Kate, Kate Walsh. Walsh. That's Kate Walsh. Look at that. Well, guys, For no reason. well, we've caught up on all that. This is the most important we caught thing. caught up on the 2006 show the show. Right, 2006 and what Zane knows about you, which I has not been updated since 2006. <laughs> 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 but, uh... God. And I think I what a I, night, what a night. <laughs> Bummed you. I, I didn't write on that show. I mean, I, uh, I helped a little. I'm pretty but sure you did. My memory seems to be a little. You think it was one? You, you, you seem to think it was one writer. There was like eight of them. I think I know how television works. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way. That's why, that's why you think it's such a hard job. You're like, that's a hard job. <laughs> I mean, all must, the episodes. There's no way eight writers wrote that show. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think it's time for us to talk about this week's paranormal news stories. And News Girl Sid is back this week to talk about paranormal and weird news. Hi, everybody. Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. Let's get down to business. Down to text. Bears get stressed by drones. Bears show signs of stress when drones are flown near them, according to a new study. Researchers at the University of Minnesota put health tracking collars on six bears and measured data during 17 drone flights. The heart rate of all the bears increased when the drones were flown within 20 meters of their location. The study concluded more research was needed to see whether bears would get accustomed to drone flights over time. Despite the rise in heart rate, the bears did not usually display a behavioral response to the drone. Bears in this population live a highly human-altered landscape, the researcher wrote, and therefore may exhibit lower stress responses. Unmanned aerial vehicles are useful tools for wildlife researchers because they can easily visit remote locations and observe animals from a distance. In the case of a goose-bothering drone built in Canada, <laughs> they have also been used to deliberately scare off unwanted animals. Steve Wombolt built the Goose Buster, a drone with a loudspeaker playing recordings of predatory birds. The noise scare away geese, which can be a nuisance. Mr. Wombolt told Modern Farmer tests had worked remarkably well. However, the team behind the study on bears suggested drone-induced stress could make animals more vulnerable to sources of mortality, such as fleeing into another animal's territory or running into traffic. It advised wildlife researchers to take caution when using drones, especially with regard to endangered species. As someone who's been <laughs> followed by black <laughs> helicopters for some time, I will say... Induces stress? Very stressful. Very yeah, stressful. I don't think those bears are very... Um, uh, um, I think anyone that gets followed by a machine gets stressed, right? Yeah. Period. It, Wait, let's yeah. think about that for a second. What if it was like, uh, what if it was like a like one of those butlers, like a robot butler? 
<laughs> would that stress you out or would you be happy about it? Like, it's, let's say it's bringing you, you know, oh, I want some a glass of milk. And then it brings, it like waddles over or whatever it does. You're right. That wouldn't stress me you out. You would be fine with that one? <laughs> that, you're right. Okay. I, would I take it back. Not that, robots. That Not all out. robots. Drones. But drones like, specifically. Yeah. A drone flying over me would stress me out. After some time, you have to start to wonder, did the robot butler do it? <laughs> like if your wife passed away <laughs> prematurely. <laughs> that would be stressful. That'd be. Yeah, you're right. It would be yeah. really stressful. That would be stressful. Take, I take it back. Yeah. I take it back. You yeah. would, it would stress now, you out if now you that were wondering whether or not did the robot yeah. butler do it. If there was only me, my wife, and a robot butler in the house, <laughs> and my robot died, or my wife was murdered, yeah. I would. And, uh, and the robot yeah. butler is always like holding a candlestick. Yeah. He's covered in <laughs> blood. He's just constantly. <laughs> it's covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, did you do that? No, no, sir. No. No, sir. I did not. I did not do anything to <laughs> your wife. Here's a glass of water. This is my candlestick. I just like it as a prop. Um, I just liked this story because I was wondering who paid for it, this study to happen. Yeah, the, but it doesn't say in the bear. article. <laughs> it was just like, what? what's things that can stress bears out? Yeah. Probably any technology. Yeah. Like, like Also, we like, real. making noise. Like, right. walking yeah. in the woods. Like, we, I was just in Sequoia, and we saw a bear, and it was terrifying because, like, it was just there. And so for the rest, And so for the rest of the trip, every time we went on a hike, I like had a stick in my water bottle and was just like clink clink <laughs> clink, clink. <laughs> and I'm sure that stresses them out. So how, how do they? I wonder how they measure their stress rates though, because that would probably stress them out. Is like putting whatever yeah. device they're using to like measure their stress rates, like blood pressure, heart rate. Yeah, that's a heart rate monitor would stress out a bear too. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm <laughs> maybe that was it. I'm heart rate monitors stressing out bears, and then yeah. they fly drones over them, and they're like, "Cool with the drones." Yeah, yeah. Turns out it's just the heart rate monitors. All right, next yeah. news story. Sydney couple wake to find naked Irish man in their bed. A Sydney couple has woken in the middle of the night to find a naked Irishman in bed with them at their home in Marubra. Katie woke shortly before 2 a.m. to find a man she did not know in bed with her and her partner, Chris. Katie got out of bed and woke Chris, who challenged the man. So Chris is on one side, I'm in the middle, and then our stranger on the end right is on the end right in with us, Katie said. I could feel heat, the sense that someone was there. That's kind of the scary part. How long you may have been looking at us thinking it's a good idea to get in bed with these guys. The intruder then picked up his clothes and walked outside to the backyard as Katie called the police. As the couple waited for the police to arrive, the man climbed back into the house through a kitchen window and wandered around the home. Police arrived at the Sackville Street house and placed the 25-year-old in the back of the police vehicle where he began to convulse due to what paramedics believe could be drug-related health issues. Here's the thing. I understand that breaking and entering is not funny, but the way that they describe that he is on one side and she's in the <laughs> middle and the Irishman is on the end, it sounds like, like three little bears or something to me, so I thought that that was really funny. Is it not funny? No, that's funny. Is Go, it funny? You're right. It's funny. That part of it's funny. Someone breaking into I your house. I think all of it's pretty is, funny. Oh, <laughs> the fact they describe him as an Irishman too, and yeah. also like not explain why that is Australians. The only thing lower than an Australian is an Irishman. That's pretty much what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Even Burn. Australians hate Irishmen. Is that true? Is that true? If there's an Australian in here. He's nodding yes. Yep. They just keep one in the room. <laughs> we just like to keep Australians <laughs> right in the room. What about just the Irishman? For, for moments like this, me. That's true, and you're like you're the lowest Irishman or the lowest. It's fact. It's weird. Like I've heard stories like that before. Um, Where I, I had a friend, and I'm not gonna say any names, 
I had a you're friend. doing this a lot. I feel like every time you say I have a friend, you're talking about yourself. You'll see where the story goes. Okay. I had a friend. Um, he was hanging out with his buddy. His his fiance was in, like, went to bed, uh, and she came back, and she's like, "There's a naked man in our room sleeping." And at the time, this person was growing marijuana in the house, and this uh-huh. was before it was it was in another state too, and so. They got this guy. <laughs> this is terrible. And these were pretty peaceful people. They got the guy and like slapped him to like wake him up. And he was like clearly like messed up. Right. Like, he they, didn't know where he was. And they like like slapped him around and like, what are you doing here? What are you doing? He's like, Mm-mm. and like, because they were afraid maybe he'd seen something illegal. They just like blindfolded him, uh, put him in the back of a car, drove him up into the mountains, and then just kicked him out of the car. What? Really? That's yes. what they did with him? So they did. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. I wonder if yeah. it was the same guy. Could Maybe be, that's just like be. what he does. He's like in most people. I bet some this people happens. may not kick him out. You I know, bet in college towns, people yeah. like wander into places and you know go to sleep. I I had a friend in college who lived in a one of those co-ops, like a hippie co-op. You yeah, know? and he got real drunk one night, um, went to sleep in his girlfriend's bed, and then his ex-girlfriend lived down the hall, he woke up in her bed. Whoa. And then the current girlfriend woke up and then found him there and broke up with him. Well, that's what happens when you live in a hippie co-op. And the ex-girlfriend took him back. So it worked out. <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> it worked out. out really well for him. Worked unlike out. This, unlike this uh, Australian couple. Yeah. Ooh. All right, last yeah. new story. Wizard enrages Orana Park Gorillas. A self-proclaimed Christchurch wizard has been slapped with a ban from Arana Wildlife Park after he began chanting and beating his chest at the gorillas. Arana staff say Andrew Wright's actions riled their largest gorilla so much he charged a glass to try to get at his tormentor. Gorilla keeper Rod, Rob Clifford says he told Mr. Wright that his actions were upsetting the three gorillas, but he believed they were reacting positively to them. Their perception is, it's great. The gorilla high-fived me when it slapped the glass, Mr. Clifford says. Or the gorilla played tag with me, which was a shoulder charge to the glass. It's an uneducated view on what actually happened. Mr. Wright was not available for comment, but Christchurch's most well-known wizard says his behavior was decidedly unwizardly. We don't normally go out and beat our chests in front of gorilla cages, the wizard says. It's not the normal behavior of wizards, you wouldn't get merit points for that. Mr. Wright has had his membership to the park revoked indefinitely, and Orana staff say people are welcome to visit the park as long as they don't act like gorillas. Hey, what? So what is a Christchurch gr- wizard? It's not a real wizard? It's not a guy who can do magic? It is a real wizard. It's a real wizard. A Christchurch wizard is a real wizard? Is it an offshoot of as some sort of I thought order it was a, of maybe a Ku Klux Klan thing. That it was like no. a grand wizard. No, it's it's a, it's a real wizard. It's a person who. It's but why are they Christchurch? They're religious. Specific. No, that's a city. Specific. <laughs> oh, it's a city. <laughs> a Christchurch wizard. A guy from a town called Christchurch. <laughs> yeah. Man, really? sorry, I should have googled this. Um. Wow. So this wizard, you would think he'd be doing something way more interesting than like just bothering a gorilla, like you yeah. know, enchanting a gorilla. Yeah, use spells, Turning man. a gorilla into something more interesting, like a pot of gold. A lot of wizards stand down by the beach and control the waves. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big hobby. Back and forth? Yeah. Back and forth. Not, not side to side. Not Back side to side. They like to go. Mm, real powerful wizard. 
like Moses. Yeah, it'll, parting. They'll do it side to side. Yeah, but yeah. the rest of them are kind of like just back and forth. Just keep back and going. Keep it. They just like to keep a steady, a steady keep wave. Going. Every once in a while, I'd be like, skip one. It seems like a, not a good use of your powers, though. If you're gonna. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? I mean, if you're going to a zoo, there just seems like there's so many other things you could do. Turn a zebra into a unicorn, ride it, and then ride no, it. No, that's not a wizardly power. Go to the rainforest. Transmogrification of zebra to unicorn. Yeah, go to the rainforest cafe. That seems like a good wizardly use of your wizard time. Yeah. <laughs> you could make those animals talk different. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, just get or make bulls. it talk. Make it talk. Yeah. Well, at right the there. at the rainforest cafe, don't the animals sing or talk or something? Yeah. They're animatronic. I do not think so. I think you're thinking of uh, uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Thinking of no. Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz Pizza. Or Chuck E. No. Cheese. Yeah. Or F.A.O. Schwartz. I have a few people in here confirming. F.A.O. Schwartz is a closed establishment. I know. It's Nobody knows what you're talking bad. about. It's too bad. Uh, Christchurch is an old city, and you should all it's know It's an old it. city <laughs> where a wizard... I just don't know why they said they're like, he's a wizard, but he didn't do anything wizardly. It was yeah. just like, this wizard came in and pissed people off. This zombie came in and bought... I stole a bunch of stuff from Target. Like it's like it just seems it's so not important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't write the news, okay? Well, we appreciate your news it. stories, and thank you for coming in, Sid. Thank um, you. and thanks for filling in last week. We really appreciate it. Yay, yeah. news girl, Sid. Bye. Yeah. So, Sergio, yeah. um, let's talk about your problem. As you know, my brother and I are crypto psychologists. That's we, why I'm here. Yeah, we like to solve. We solve people's problems. Paranoid, paranoid. Sure, paranoid, paranormal, weird, whatever the problems are, mm-hmm. we like to handle them. So, um, tell us what's going on in your world. Um, well, it's a. Uh, I'm not proud of it. Um, the best I, place to say things you're not proud of is on a on a on public a podcast, podcast. But yeah. that's maybe that's gonna help. Okay. Figure this thing out. Um, I am. Um, you guys don't know this, but I am a serial killer. Oh no! Oh, yeah. that's a really intense confession. Mm-hmm. Am I your type? No, you oh. are when, not my am type. I, am I your type? No, you are not my type. Um, what is your? I'm sa- maybe sorry. I'm not being. I'm. I'm like literally a serial killer, like a box of cereal. Uh, like I'll take it and I'll, I'll destroy it. Now, uh, okay. Like as in you like open it up and you eat the insides of it. No, I'll like burn it or uh, uh, light it on fire, or pee on it, or yeah. flush it down the toilet, rip it apart. And it's not. I don't do it to my cereal. I. I'll go to a friend's house and like kind of scope out the kitchen, mm-hmm. find the cereal, wait till they go to bed, break in, take all the cereal out, and wow. then and then um, and then uh, dispose of it. Uh-huh. Now all <laughs> cereals. So like, let's say you go to my house and I have the following cereals. Don't tell me. Don't. Oh, don't I would no well, don't. Well, I don't want to do it to you. Oh, well, I don't have this. Is theoretical. Okay, okay, great. I don't theoretical. Have, I don't have any cereal. I don't need cereal. I hate it. I, right. Like, let's say I have. You guys some, are all right. Some puffins. <laughs> Some Goline, Kashi cereal. Why do you have all disgusting cereals and, in your imaginary cabinet? Because uh, these ones I like would eat. Uh, and like some Frosted Flakes. Right. So what I do is... Um, Wait, don't you want to hear my imaginary cabinet? Okay, sure. <laughs> I have Cookie Crisp. Wow. I have Oops, all the berries. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Candy Kaboom. Great. Those are good ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I do is don't and uh, what I do is and it's the reason I'm here. I mean, it takes up so much time. So what I do is like, let's say I go to your house. I, I see yeah. all, all your cereal boxes. Then I'll um, I'll like park my car outside your house for a couple of days, kind of get a feel for when you're in, when you're in 
when you're in your house and you're not what your schedule is um and then you know that so that takes three days right there Mm -hmm. and then when you're not there i'll that's when i come in and i get all the cereal and um just get rid of it and just destroy it and it just sucks because like it's even affecting I'm not as home. I'm not home as much. Yeah, it sounds time consuming. It's very, and I have to make up excuses with my wife. Sure. Um, I mean, I don't think she's gonna listen to this. But have you lost any friends over it? Well, one time, um, I was in the middle of of disposing a cereal box, and my friend uh, Mark came home. Oh no, Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, <laughs> you said yes. Yeah. yeah. Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and. And we had just become friends too, which is, a, <laughs> which was a shame because I was excited to yeah. be yeah. friends with like a legend. A celeb, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the thing is like, and I was over at his house. We were playing video games, and I noticed a cereal. Mark and Hamill plays video games. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. He plays all the old, all the old Star Wars yep. games. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, which was a little on the nose. Sure, yeah. but. But yeah. whatever, you're playing video games with him. Yeah, I'm either not way. Gonna, I'll yeah, play whatever. Cool, I'm not right. even like a huge gamer, but I just was like, I'm hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. So I get there. I'm uh, I'm destroying uh, old Star Wars cereal boxes. And oh, because he had like a lot mm-hmm. of that. Like the, there was, like, he's as much cereal. into it as you'd think uh, oh, he really is. Oh, that's good. It's yeah. good to know. He's, so he's not one of those people like, don't bring up Star yeah. Wars. He's like, bring it up. Bring it up. Absolutely. Yeah, bring it up. Good to know about it. And like, I have, Listeners, take note. I haven't named names so far this podcast until now. I have no problem talking about Mark Hamill. Okay, cool. Um, and I get there, and he's like, what are you doing? It's my memorabilia. It's my memorabilia. Those are oh, my sure. memories. It's probably worth a lot of money. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, this is $2,000 on eBay. You know, you do a great Mark Hamill impression. Yeah, it's good. Luke! <laughs> yeah, he, he was Luke. Luke! He was, well, he'll, he was say, Luke. he'll say who he is in the movie. Yeah, he likes to say his movie. own name. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah it's like, cool. Now, it's who cool. are you in that movie? Luke! <laughs> I can't. And he's like, schwung, schwung, schwung. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. And, and so anyway, he's like, oh, you're destroying my memories. I'm Luke. I was Luke. <laughs> and, um, and I had to... And he's like, you're not welcome anymore. And oh yeah, I didn't like hurt him or anything. I mean, like we got into uh, a slap fight, uh-huh. but other than that, it, so it ruined that friendship. Yeah, that's sad. And and how long have you? Would you say you've been doing this? Like, oh, uh, fifteen, fifteen years. So since you were maybe like a teen. You, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, oh, so <laughs> so it started with like a. Your sexual since I was age. Uh, nine, yeah. Since oh. you're nine, oh not sure. Since you're nine, <laughs> and um, oh right. So not, not. It didn't come up with like uh, it wasn't some sort of you know things happen when you go through puberty or something. Right. A lot of times, oh, that's interesting. Serial killers are born. Oh, you know what? It might have been around. It might have actually been around puberty. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting. And did you do? You know, how a lot of serial killers. They're like, oh well, they practiced on animals when they mm-hmm. were children. Uh, did you have anything that you destroyed? Before you started, moved on to cereal boxes and uh, cereals. Like, do, were you destroying, let's say, juice boxes? You know, n- things kids oatmeal, like. actually, now that oatmeal. you bring it up. Oh, yeah, which is definitely a precursor to uh-huh. cereal. <laughs> like, when you think of, like, it goes, like, oatmeal, cereal, and then... Who knows then what'll be next? Brand muffins. Yeah, you know, and, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah, it was, I always, my mom would leave out a bowl of oatmeal, and I was just like, get it out of here, you know? And she'd be like, "Where'd it go?" Mother. And I and you know I knew where it went, but I would be like, "I don't know, mommy." Mm, wow. Angry with your mom. You really. 
And that was right around when I started growing pubic hair. Interesting. Yeah. Great. Good so to know. this is all great information. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm writing it all down in this calendar of your life. Uh-huh. Um, so right now I have pubic hair, age nine. <laughs> um, and then it was the David Spade Showbiz Show. <laughs> you were like 23? <laughs> Six? Six, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then when do you, would you say you met Mark Hamill? <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. No, no, funny. It's, it's real serious. Um, this is my life we're talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I had to have been at least 29 at oh, that sure. point. 29. Gotcha. Um, and so, okay, hold on. Do you know the? No, mo- wait. 42. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Now I have um, for the showbiz show. I have July. <laughs> so do you know what month you started growing pubic hair in your ninth year? Is this important for the, really the important. diagnosis? It's okay, really I'm important. sorry. It's really important. You guys are the pros. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. She'll have to, to check the stars. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I get it. I'm a psychic. Uh, I well, I do. It was um, it was January. It was January when I started <laughs> when I saw my first pube. Good January when you were nine years. I can't be sure that there it didn't grow before that, but that's when I noticed it. Sure, sure. I, that's what's important. I have one of those old time like tube computers. We're not counting peach fuzz, right? No. No. Like a, a a brown one. Okay, all right, I said it. I'm, it's brown. <laughs> okay. But anyone that sees me knows that. <laughs> Actually, I didn't need that piece of information. But I'm going to plug it into my Turing machine over here. Mm-hmm. It'll take a few hours. Oh, shit. Okay. And, uh, we'll People don't know that we, we take a two-hour break and we come yeah, back. Yeah, we take it. Take it. Yeah, we go and like do some things, run some errands, um, and come back. Um, well, let's take some calls. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Good idea. Uh, and, uh, Sydney, can I get line three? Uh, okay. Uh, caller, tell me, uh, what's your name, where you're calling from? Uh, hi, I'm a first-time caller, no-time listener. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well. Sorry about that. It's um, a burn. Yeah, I'm, I'm Manfred, I'm from uh, Perth, Australia. Oh, oh yeah. we were just talking about Australians. Mm-hmm. We're saying yeah. they're some of the lesser, lesser people of the world. <laughs> that oh, a, that's probably why I haven't Would you find that accurate? In. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess so. Anthropologically speaking, sure. Sure. We're on the arse ends of the... Understandable, understandable. So yeah. Um, and so, do you have a suggestion for our guest on uh, how he might break his habit? Because that's what you want, right, Sergio? You want to break? We didn't get. Yeah, to if this what wasn't really clear. Um, um, you're me, interested in. Breaking I'm interested this in habit? breaking this habit. You're um, embarrassed about it. So there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm, I'm getting older. You know, I want to be a, an adult. You know, I don't want to ruin my life. I don't have to lie about where I'm going at night. Sure. Yeah. It's getting. It's becoming a problem. So, callers, you call in with with a suggestion. Can you relate to our guest in any way? I can relate only that I'm too friends with Mark Hamill. Uh, oh, you're friends with Mark Hamill. Okay, great. Oh. Yeah. Yes, so. it seems important. Can you just tell him, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I won't. All right. Uh, friendships. Are you won't tell him. <laughs> yeah. No. Wow. Friendships are. Really, wait, is it just because you can't say it in that voice, or what's the deal? Like, do you want to practice trying to do it in that same voice? I think I'm sorry. Some, he's saying something about friendship, guys. Yeah, um, yeah. I think friendships are they come few and far between when it comes in my life. So I really want to hold on to the ones I've got. You won't. Re- you just won't say. Sergio said, "I'm sorry." No, well, you got a lot more going on than me. I don't want to. Really, this serial thing is the only thing that's keeping you guys apart, and I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, you pre- like because you want to be better friends with Mark Hamill. I want to be only friends with Mark. Hamill. Oh, yeah. as in you want him to be your only friend? You want him to be your yeah. only? Yeah. Who's the weirdo now? It sounds right? kind of creepy mm-hmm. that you only want to be friends with Mark Hamill. 
<laughs> I want to be number one by default. I want that's what mm. I want. Yeah. So I have some tips how to encourage Great. The serial killing. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, no. Oh, I don't encourage. <laughs> well, I'm interested in hearing. It. Let's like let's let's test this bat. Let's. I'll test allow this it. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like a court. Yeah, it is. Do you guys have any of those? Variety packs where you get like very small one serving. Oh, jeez. Do I don't, ever. I don't. Oh, yeah. America has those. Right, America yeah. definitely has them. Well, yeah. you, can, you can knock out like 12 packets in a night. Yeah, oh, that's it, interesting. You go to like a Costco. Yeah. Okay. You so you're, it's kind of like like smoking. You like sure. smoke a bunch of cigarettes to like kind of purge it out of you. Yeah. Leave the rest of the week free. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's oh, I see. more of a time management thing. Oh, I see. So, oh, but now let me ask you, Sergio. If let's say you do get your cereal fix every once in a while, you go. So you come to my house and you get go through the puffins and the frosted flakes. Are you good for a bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it takes like a week or yeah. But or so if so. you got one of these multi packs, would no. that you be good for a bit longer bit or not so much? Mm, um, I would sort of want to. It's because I. It's not mine. I want to take. I want to destroy someone else's cereal. Sure. I guess is part of it. Yeah. So you're pretty much like that guy from the fall. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I didn't watch that, um, but sure. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I, I you should check it out. Um, you know, I did have the same smoking problem when I was working at an orphanage. Uh, I would smoke around the kids, packs and packs a day. And yep. I found that if I just got up and smoked all the cigarettes I was going to smoke for the whole day, right at the beginning of the morning, that helped a lot. Wow, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Huh. Because what you don't know is uh, nicotine lingers... In the air. Sure. So if you go, if I go into the orphans' rooms where I was working and just smoked and smoked and smoked, before they woke up, no one would complain. The, the children wouldn't complain because they were asleep. Yeah, they didn't even know. They woke up in a smoke-filled in room? Yeah. yeah. And I would just mm-hmm. inhale and the smoke. And that didn't bother them? No. No. I would inhale the smoke. I'd, well, they would, but they would say, where did it come from? I'd say, I don't know. Yeah. And I'd be happy Good the lie. rest of the day. It's good. You know, if you're like thinking about things you children. should do in your life, lying to orphans is one of the better yeah. Yeah. One of the better. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That could work. Um, you okay. can get your kicks lying to orphans instead right. of serial killing. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Carly, I like these suggestions. Did you have any Tell Mark Hamill I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it down, man. He's in the other room. Oh, no. God. <laughs> put him on. No, Let's not put I'm Mark put, Hamill no, on. No, no, I will Venmo you money if you put him on. <laughs> I will not. Not, okay. well, All right. Well, thank you, you for calling, caller. We really appreciate and, uh, that. You're welcome. Um, Thanks for calling from Australia. Well, that's an interesting idea. So many coincidences. Really, a lot of coincidences. Um, yeah, I mean, it, there is like you know, there's a lot of ways you can quit doing any sort of, you know, addiction. The smoking thing being one. I actually can't think of anymore. Mm-hmm. I've never had an addiction. You've never had an addiction. Oh, You've no. never had to overcome anything difficult in your life. I would say up until this point, my life has been just an easy, breezy time. Really? Yeah, I just like glide through life on a pair of roller skates, like at a in a Sonic. What about like eliminating like something that wasn't healthy for no. you? Nothing. No. I no. I is this true? Zane? I, ch- I choose to never eat anything unhealthy, so I've okay. always had just have. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's my, she's addicted to power. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is is that oh. an addiction? Yeah, it is. Very uh, dangerous. But it's a really but it's a helpful addiction. In America it's uh in America. And you obviously don't a have a, any tips for how to stop, right? Cuz you, you you still are addicted to power. I am still addicted yeah. to power. Okay. I am addicted to power. <laughs> I was, yeah. Power and and 
and sex. Is that an addiction? Oh, it can be. Oh, oh yeah. I am addicted to that also. Okay. I don't know anything yeah. About oh, and uh, and heroin. Oh, my is God. That an, is that an addiction? Y- yeah. If, yeah. I guess I am addicted to those things. It sounds like you're functioning, though. Oh, for sure. For sure. I was addicted to childhood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God, I perpetuated that for a long time. I put off puberty mm-hmm. until I was 18. Yeah. My body just couldn't hold it back anymore. Yeah, that's good. And it was uh, actually also January for me. Get <laughs> out. The pubic yeah. hair? Oh. Yeah. Of you guys my have such 18th a birthday. Of my 18th birthday year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's take another call. Um, let's see if we can find someone who can solve your your sort of your uh, the issue that you're having. Someone who can help us out here. Someone, please. Uh, caller, uh, see can we get a, a call another caller on the line? What line do you want? I want line two. All right. I think we just took that. Hey, it's David Spade. Oh, oh it's hey, David Spade. Hey, Dave. Wow, it's just like a who's who of your past. Oh my god, yeah. this is great. Yeah. How's David, it going? Thanks for calling. Where are you? I'm doing great. Where are you? You're right? not funny, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you say, did you say you're not funny? Uh, no, he's just, not but funny. he's kidding. Oh. He's kidding. He's just tell kidding. me the truth. Were you being serious when you said that? Do you remember I, that show? Do you remember that show? July 2006. I don't remember that show at all. Yeah. No. I remember Just Shoot Me, and then it's pretty much on to <laughs> Grown Ups. <laughs> on to Grown Ups. On to Grown Ups. So straight from oh. Just Shoot Me on to Grown Ups. Yeah. You don't remember the show at all? No. I do well. remember Kate Walsh, though. You do remember her? Yes. She She's was lovely. On, she was on that. that David, afternoon. do you remember that time in your spade. dressing room? Uh, uh, sorry, Spade. Right. When um, <laughs> you were wondering what, where all the cereal went? Uh-uh. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> Well, I don't see the connection. Um, I, I'm gonna try and start because I I know that this works for alcoholics. They like tell people. Yeah, great. Um, I, I took all the cereal out of your dressing room and I, I got rid of it. I murdered it, and oh, no. I want to say I'm sorry. Not, my, not my honey o's. Yes. Oh. Yeah, your honey o's. I got to have me honey o's. I know. This is why the you show very canceled. It's interesting phone. that uh, David Spade sounds so British in real life. You so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. He actually, yeah, he's so giggly, too. He's, he's like so, so dry. He's uh, normally so dry and yeah. American, and did now you he's know, sounding... Did you know that every American successful American dramatic television show, the lead is a British person? Is that true? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to name some Amer- American... But they, you wouldn't know it, because like, they so sound like Americans. John Hamm? Yes, uh, he's, he's from Britain. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. British, yeah. They're British. Both yeah. of them. Both of those both, guys are British. Both of the bads. Are and in the creator, that's a, not a real Southern accent. What about the Fall? The Fall is a British show. Okay. However, Gillian Anderson is faking an she's Irish, no, a British accent in the show. So she, but she's American. Some say she's American. Some believe, like Frances McDermott, she's Australian. Got it. Check. Um, all right. Well, David Spade, we appreciate you calling in. Um, yeah. How do you feel about um, Sergio going through your boxes of cereal? Honestly, I'm glad you were honest with me. <gasps> and I appreciate that. I just don't appreciate your writing. But boom! Classic. <laughs> no, Spade. Classic. You got Spade, spaded. it is so good to hear your voice. You it really spaded. is. Thank you. Um, Sergio, did that make you feel better that he's accepted you? Yeah, that was pretty good. And I even feel like I kind of. I'm on the beginning of a recovery. And I think I'm going to yeah. come clean. I mean, come clean. You wrote that whole show, didn't you? Yeah. All right. Yes. <laughs> I was I am the I was the only writer of the Showbiz show. That's what I That thought. was me. I know. 
All right. All, well, the, all the other names on IMDb. Yeah, it was just Sergio. Fake. I'm Luke. Well, thanks for calling, caller. We really appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, sorry, caller. Spade. Thanks for calling, Spade. Yo, welcome. We really appreciate it. Spade out. Um, that was his thing. He always said spade out. Yeah, that's his thing. That's like his major <laughs> thing. I, it sounded just I like I think him. it was him, but then he said spade out. Yeah, so, yeah, that was totally his deal. That was his deal. Well, I feel like you're on the road to recovery, but let's take one more call. Because Absolutely. Because people seem to be really interested in this subject. Uh, we obviously have a lot of people who you know, have dealt with the serial killing themselves in some way, shape, or form. Um, can we get a different line? What line are you on? Uh, I'd like line four. Great. Luke. I want Luke. Oh, it's Mark Hamill. Mark? It's Mark Hamill? Sergio, it's me. Oh, my God. Hey, Mark. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I've been listening. That weird guy. I realized you're a good friend. That guy's just trying to be my only friend. And all you did was mess up some cereal boxes. I'm so sorry about that. Can we can we play video games soon? Yeah. Yeah, we can. What game do you want to play, Mark Hamill? I want to play Legends Star Wars. Of- Star Wars the game. Star Wars the game. Yeah. Legends of Legend of the, the Empire. Yeah, like Legend that. of the Empire. That is what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars Legend of the Empire. Wow. Well, Mark Hamill, thanks for calling in. I mean, Sergio, how do you feel it's about all your wrapped old friend up. Mark? I mean, it's great. It's great. I feel like coming on here kind of ended up working out for me. I got a lot of acceptance and a lot of thank you or uh, they kind of everyone forgives me, so yeah, it seems really easy. Not people sure. were not pissed. No. Mark, you're not pissed at Sergio. I mean, I do think you gotta go to therapy, He's, man. Yeah, okay, well. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll help you. I'm there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And you know, while you're here, I'd like to get your career back on track. Okay. I'm gonna make a call for you. Can somebody get the mayor of Hollywood on the line? Oh yeah, get the mayor of Hollywood on the line. Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, hey, Mayor oh, of Hollywood. Hey. I've missed you guys. Thanks for coming on. We, oh. we haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. I know. Where y'all been? Well, we, we're here in Hollywood. Oh, me too. It's a rough city. Yeah, it is a rough city. Oh, well, well, we have a very talented young man here. Oh. He, he wrote the entire David Spade showbiz show. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And, you know, he he would like to put a project together with Mark Hamill. We were going to see if he could facilitate. Oh, my God. That. I see, I see stars. I need to see that show. Give it to me in in five words. Okay. Sergio and Mark Hamill Wait. hanging <laughs> out. <laughs> that was, was it sold? <laughs> I oh, it. I, I'll give it to you in words. six words. Try okay, again. sorry. Let me try, try again. Five. Sergio and Mark Hamill hanging. Oh, I need it. You need, you need it? it? I need that show. You think on it's gonna IFC be a hit right now? Oh, on IFC, it's gonna be a hit on IFC. It's my favorite channel. Oh, I didn't know the mayor probably wow. went to IFC. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's watching all the. Sh- he's watching. You like the all indie the comedy? The <laughs> I indies. love that indie comedy. Oh, guys, you do? The indie comedy fan. Oh yeah. Wow, I Sergio and and Mark Hamill hanging sounds pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I feel like you guys would do so many things, but let's just say one thing: nothing to do with cereal boxes. That's nothing right. To do with cereal. Okay, staying away from all the cereal boxes. And you you know I want to I want to take. Can we put one more call out? Because I think we could package this show with a very famous Australian actor named Yahoo Serious. <laughs> it's me, Mr. Accident himself. You probably don't know that one as much. That was a legitimate movie I made. No. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's oh, a movie cool. you made. No, tell yeah. us more about it. Well, I, I don't know anything. Giant egg. Okay. This is true. And I was very accidental, so a lot of the eggs broke. Oh. oh. 
that sounds weird. I bet that's the reaction you get a lot when you tell people that plot. Yeah. What oh. about what yeah. about your your great American hit, Young Einstein? Oh, yeah. right, that is a hit. What a hit! Yeah, that was a good one. Remember the part where you got electrocuted? Are you are you tired of people saying how much they love that movie? Pretty much, Mr. Accident. Yeah, Mr. Accident. So you're not like Mark Hamill. You don't like redoing like your. You don't like living. Well, what about the one where you taught your dog to speak? And it could only say one word, and you got put in jail. Airbud. Do you know? Oh, Airbud. No, that's not what it <laughs> was. No, it wasn't Airbud. Nope. It was. It was. It was about the a, a gang. What's a famous Australian gang? Oh, oh, the Kelly one. Ned Kelly. Yeah, I don't quite remember it. <laughs> yes. And you uh, don't remember your movie. No, it's something about Ned Kelly. Yeah, you've yeah. done sure, a lot yeah. of work. I know. But in this Ned Kelly movie, yes. he gets put in jail, played by Yahoo Zeus on the phone right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he taught—he was trying to teach his dog to talk. It could only say one word. Which was? And he called up from jail and he said, dog. You, oh, you know the line. Dog, dog, you got to help me out. You got to help me out. And so uh-huh. he was like telling him to go do uh-huh. some real complicated thing. Yes. The dog said the only word he knew. Which was? Cereal. I swear to God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was a really... Long way. That really paid off. Oh, yeah. my God. It paid off. I was waiting for it. can't believe that Yahoo forgot. Wow, cereal. Well, huh? That is really... A lot of good stuff came out of this. When you originally did it, it was the N-word? <laughs> but I had to change it for the American market. Oh, uh, it was the N-word. Well, Australians okay. are I agree very with that. racist. You yeah. agree with that change? Yeah. I. You don't agree with the N-word? Yeah, I agree to not... Okay. Well... Yeah. Eh, yeah, you know, this packaging deal, I changed my mind. All I right. think it's going to work out. But we did get you a good deal uh, with the mayor of Hollywood. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, you guys know the mayor of Hollywood? Can I, uh, oh, God. Oh, no. Get, hang, him. Hang up, get hang out of here. Someone hang up that phone. Hang up the phone. And then the ways to cope with addiction. Um, Sergio, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. If people were to find you somewhere on the internet, where would they find you? Oh, God. You could find me on Twitter, at Sergio Chili. Last name, C-I-L-L-I. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could find me um uh, on my YouTube page, which is the Cream page. Um, and this is my phone number three. T- <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's you not the internet. Three, t- three two three number. No, no. Let me guess no. the rest of it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Brio, you should guess. You're the psychic. Oh uh, yeah, three two three eight seven five four four eight seven. Yeah, that's that it. Number. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, call it right now. Um. Well, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate oh, it. Oh, thank you guys. What a, what a big help. Oh yeah, we really feel like we solved that problem. Pretty lickety split. We got that one just right in the can. Is it always that easy? Oh yeah. Really, you well, guys. Simple. Just, we have the best callers in the world. And let we me do. know what the the Torin uh thing. Just call me or email me. Torin. The 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 machine that you said. Oh, oh the Turing. Oh the Turin. I'm sorry. Turing the Turin. Yes. Turing machine. I'll yeah. let you know. Yeah, it's gonna pump something out. It's usually something a lot of math. Something interesting no. for sure. Well, let's listen to Mystic Party. Like us on Facebook. Um, we re- we put up all the stuff on Facebook. People Shroud of Torn. Stuff on there and support Feral Audio and all of their shows. Um, and that's it. Thanks for listening to Mystic uh, Party. Check out Malcolm in the Middle. So another one of our guests plugged that last week. I don't know why. Oh, cool. Feral Audio. Oh, hey there. Hi. Do you like being happy and not sad? 
You should check out the podcast Hello and Good News. Each week, I sit down with a comedic guest and tell them all about the people, places, and current events affecting the world in a positive way. Whoa! So check out and subscribe to Hello and Good News on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.